The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. All right, we are talking about the, the ruling today from the Supreme Court of Canada that uh, has given the federal government the constitutional green light uh, to impose a carbon tax and rebate program on the provinces. Uh, political science professor at Mount Royal Univers- University, Dr. Dwayne Brad, joining us this afternoon. Dwayne, welcome back to the show. Dr. Brad. Hello. Hi, yes. sorry about that. New, new, com- new, new telephone system here at 630 Chad. Great to have you back. Yeah. Thank you for joining me this afternoon. So here's a, you know, right off the top. Do you think that this, do you think that this whole, uh, everything over the past couple of years, do you think it was more, that, that the fight was more important than the outcome? No, I think they wanted to win those fights, uh, but fighting was a clear strategy. Yeah. Um, and outside of winning the election on their fight back strategy, every single thing since has been a loss, whether it was betting on Keystone, whether it was campaigning against Justin Trudeau in the fall 2019 election, whether it was their suit against um the, the carbon tax. Mm-hmm. But when you listen to Premier Kenny today, they're going to continue the fight. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't matter how many times they lose, they want to keep fighting. And at a certain point, maybe you realize that that just is not working. So, no, I don't think it was simply because of the fight. I think they did want, they thought that the strategy could change outcomes. But clearly that has not, Dwayne, it has not worked. Dwayne, with that split decision uh, today, does that allow for that fight to continue at that high of a level? I'm not a constitutional expert by any means. No, I mean, yeah. Premier Kenny spent an awful lot of time citing the minority mm. in, the, in the decision. Yes. And he also cited the Alberta Court of Appeal. But he did not reference the majority mm. decision, nor did he mention... Uh, the Ontario and Saskatchewan Court of Appeals. So he was reading stuff of people that agree with him. Yeah. Uh, legal scholars get interested in dissents, uh, but from a practical matter, the dissent doesn't matter. So yeah, you can call it a split decision, but it was six to three. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can, uh, but even of those three, there was only one really defiant dissension, and the other two disagreed on on some technicalities. So, um, for a Supreme Court case, that was pretty a pretty powerful statement. So, Dwayne, we know that uh, Saskatchewan Premier Scott Moe saying his government's going to uh, seek to bring in a carbon pricing plan for fuel like New Brunswick. The Manitoba Premier uh, Brian Palliser saying he's going to continue a court challenge against the carbon tax. What, what can we expect next here in Alberta? So I thought initially that that Kenny would do the same thing mm. uh, and just bring in a, a made in Alberta uh, plan. Uh, I'm not as. I'm, I still think that that's a possibility, but there may be a a case to be made, a political case that he'll just leave the federal backstop in place. When he was asked about it today, he said the federal backstop was way better than the Notley mm. plan. He, he said the Notley plan wasted money on showerheads and things like that. Well, they also spent money on retrofitting buildings and LRTs and other energy efficiency programs. But the rebate with the federal backstop is is much higher. But here's the little uh, 
um, ointment. <laughs> in their election platform yes. of 2019, <laughs> they said that they would repeal it and would apply the Alberta, the Alberta Taxpayer Protection Act that would require a referendum right. if they reintroduced a provincial carbon tax. Now, I checked. It's not in the bill that they passed, mm. nor did they amend the Alberta Taxpayer Protection Act, but it was a clear promise, and that promise also was consistent with about four years of rhetoric by progressive conservative members and Wild Rose members the moment that Notley introduced the carbon tax, that it was a sales tax, it was a tax on everything, and it required a, a referendum. So... Given that, it might be very difficult for Jason Kenney to provincialize the carbon tax uh, because of that referendum um, promise. He could still do it, maybe assume that people have forgotten that promise. Uh, if we did have a referendum, it would actually be quite entertaining to see the government <laughs> campaigning on the side of a sales tax. Uh, but I don't, So we'll have to see if that occurs. What he may say is, you know, we're going to, we won't change it. We still think it's wrong. You're still going to have to pay the federal carbon tax, and it's Trudeau's fault. And think about Justin Trudeau every time you, you pay that. So um, who knows which direction they're going to go. He yeah. talked about consulting with Albertans. That's he, right. He talked about consulting with allied provinces. Mm-hmm. But, but a situation where Saskatchewan does change to a provincial plan but Alberta doesn't, mm-hmm. and we remain with the federal backstop. Ontario is sort of giving indication that they will bring in uh, some sort of uh, carbon plan again. So does Alberta want to be the, the sole outlier here? Well, mm. we'll have to see. All right. Interesting. Uh, the federal conservative leader, Aaron O'Toole, uh, putting out a, a statement a short time ago saying that uh, if elected, they would repeal the carbon tax. It goes on to say we will protect the environment and fight the reality of climate change, climate change, but won't do it, making the poorest pay more. Your thoughts on, on that comment and, and what that could well, mean? Well, it's for, consistent yeah. with his speech where he said he would scrap the carbon tax. Andrew Scheer made the same promise in the 2019 election. Does he think that that's an election winner? We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. And with the rebate program, poor people simply don't pay more. So it's it's a misnomer. But if uh, if the Conservatives want to campaign against the carbon tax again, uh, they're they're entitled to. And and we'll see if uh, if Canadians change their mind. Yeah, I, I saw some uh, Conservatives saying uh, thanks for that. You've just uh, handed the Liberals uh, another election victory in the next federal election, and there's concern about that. I mean, we need to know more about the the federal Liberals. I mean, I you know, federal Liberals climate change stance. We're still waiting to hear a lot more details. Yeah, but this was a, a big victory for for Trudeau today because their their climate plan is the the centerpiece of what they've done since 2015. And if the courts had struck that down, uh, that would have been a major defeat mm-hmm. for for Trudeau. So if uh, so, he's got to be pleased today. Wilkinson's got to be pleased today. Catherine McKenna, the, the mm-hmm. rest of the people who put that put that forward. And I haven't heard from Rachel Notley yet. But I would be curious to hear what she has to say about all of this because she warned during the campaign that this is what would occur, mm-hmm. that they would repeal uh, her program, they would, then the feds would kick that in, then they would sue, then they would lose that suit. And so have we just gone around in circles 
for two years Dwayne, chasing our tail. Dwayne Brad, always great to talk with you. Appreciate your day or your time on a busy day. Thanks for this. Okay, you're welcome, Jalen. Yeah, you betcha, Dwayne Brad, political science professor at Mount Royal University this afternoon. So one of the concerns here is is this, and of course here in Alberta, it's a big concern. There are you know experts from the oil and gas industry who are, are quite worried about what this could mean um, for um, the industry to compete with other energy producers around the world. Uh, Richard Mason uh, works at the University of Calgary School of Public Policy, and he says the ruling represents a shift in power to Ottawa from the provinces, which produce the most of Canada's oil and gas and have the most expertise in regulating, promoting, and understanding the industry. And he says that's a worry. That's a worry because if the price on carbon is set too high to encourage people to use less fossil fuel, it will allow producers in countries with lower standards to grab market share away from Canadian companies. He says the ruling does provide clarity for the industry going forward. Um, And he thinks that the industry can adapt to the new situation but there are concerns about what this could mean for the industry. We'll have more on this throughout the afternoon. We'll take a break here for the 3.30 News on the other side. Tom Vernon is Global Edmonton's Provincial Affairs reporter. He's been following this closely, of course, over the past uh, couple of years as well. He'll join us for a little bit more insight. Plus, you will hear from Saskatchewan Premier Scott Moe and Manitoba Premier Brian Palliser about what's next for them and their provinces when it comes to the carbon tax.